Hey guys, Saylette here, just doing some editing. I'm so happy that you're here and joining us for this episode, but I wanted to pop in real fast to let you know that, though it's no longer the very beginning of the year, we do start off this episode introducing you all to our new lifestyle plans, resolutions if you will, for nearly 28 minutes. So if you want to skip all that nonsense, fast forward to about 27 minutes and you should be getting to the end of our start of the episode banter. We do, however, welcome you to join us and listen to it, and if the conversation interests you, to contact us. If not, skip ahead and relax as we tell you about Spellbound in Salem by Millie Tatum. Thanks. Shh. We're reading dirty books. Okay. All righty. Look at those waves. Look at those whoa, waves. I'm going to turn my whoa, gain whoa, down. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be fun for you to edit. It will be. <laughs> You'll be like, what the fuck was Kalina You're doing like, at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Selat. And we are back. Hey. For us, it's a new year. I know, like you guys, it's like old hat. You've been doing this for two whole months already, but <laughs> you guys are like Ugh. we're only like seven days into twenty twenty one for us. So <laughs> again, with the three month old news with these two. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's just the way this train has to roll. Sometimes Look, we're actually we've got episodes back in the bank. We're doing our shit. It just it it, it we're feeling good. This is a this is a feel good moment. We like that, that we're two to three months out. That was a major accomplishment from the last year because there was a moment in time due to the pandemic where we were only like one or two episodes. Yes. Out, and that gave both of us significant stress and anxiety. Yes. It was definitely So I was like, scary. what's going to happen if we, like, one of us gets COVID and we can't record? No. We you know? would have had to, like, read some book that we read in fucking elementary school like the giving tree brown Brown bear brown bear (laughs) something you know dick and jane like (laughs) oh no hungry hungry caterpillar right yes you know everybody poops (laughs) do you know that one yeah i don't but I'm sure. I'm sure I could read it pretty quickly. It's got good graphics in it. I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So but yeah. So so it took it took some effort. It took a lot of reading and re- and, and listening to books really quickly. Mm-hmm. But we got our bank of um, episodes back, and it makes me happy. Yeah. And so yeah, sorry guys, you're just gonna have to listen to us talk about three months. Not even three. It's two month old news. Two-month-old news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-month-old news. Yeah, we're not that far out again. So. No, no, no. I mean, at one point, we used to be like six months. We're not there. We <laughs> were. I don't think we'll get there again. No, I mean, we had 12 at the bank, and that was a lot. A that lot was. to do. So, yeah. it is a new year. What are you guys up to over at your house? What are you doing? Uh, You know, nothing. Dan and I started our diet. We're doing a version <laughs> of the carnivore diet it's a meat only diet so there's only protein in this and we are on day seven so it's only been steaks and eggs bacon chicken ham no vegetables no bread no grains no carbs of any kind just really just fats and proteins like that come from meat 
and a little bit of cheese here and there. So it's been rough, but I, you know, it's always like what day two, day three. That's really hard to get over that hump, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, we we got over it, and we are going to allow ourselves one or two cheat days through the month because the and and I think this is really good, and I sh- I probably should have preface this with this is something that you and I said that we were going to work on as the new year entered and so we'll Mm -hmm. we'll do updates and this stuff together so I'm not doing this without you I just have started before you yeah we're just we're doing different things and we're doing different things but we're still working together and keeping ourselves accountable with each other Mm -hmm. and so it's good for me to give you updates here and let you know how my progress is doing and my goal is I plan to reach my goal by December 31st, 2021. I don't plan to reach it in two months. There's no fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) I can't lose 50 pounds in two months. It's just I'm not doing that drastic change. So, you know, so far I've lost three pounds in one week. I think that's decent. So Mm -hmm. my goal is to try to do anywhere between three and five a month. But if I fall backwards and not make it and go up one, fall down two, go up one, fall down three, well, go up one, you know, what? that's just how it goes, right? Absolutely. It's a progress. It's a, a slow progress. That's but. the only healthy way to do it. Yep. But are you going to stay on the carnivore thing all year or is this a temporary like kickstart thing to something else you're going to do? This is a kickstart thing. And then what we're going to do next month is start introducing greens back into our diet. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> I know you were concerned about me for a while there. I am taking vitamin C. I'm, I'm taking vitamins and trying I'm to like get you, like, I'm going to, what is it? You were like, you're going to get scurvy. scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're gonna get scurvy. It's not I will be good a pirate. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, as long as it's yeah, short term, and then you do bring some because vegetables, not all of them are all that high in. No, you no, know, leafy greens have almost no carbs in them. So yeah, almost almost none. But the the point of the car- carnivore diet is to get rid mm-hmm. of all. Yes. So even if they just have a little bit, and even the good carbs, which is what mm-hmm. the leafy greens have, sure. you know, but any carbs. We couldn't have. Mm -hmm. So I've been chewing gum like crazy. And obviously the the sugar-free gum. Uh, No snacks, which is really interesting for me because I fucking love snacks. I don't get to snack on anything. So there's there's nothing I could snack on. It's just, I I think it's going. We we got an air fryer, a ninja air fryer, Mm -hmm. which is like the fucking best fucking thing in the entire world, fucking love it. And so we have been having chicken wings because you can eat chicken, right? So we've right. been doing chicken wings with hot sauce because that has nothing in it. And we can have butter. So we're just like chicken wings and butter with these hot sauce. And it's fucking delicious. It's so good. I nice. I highly recommend anybody who, regardless of this diet, if you guys want an air fryer, get the Ninja one because it's also a pressure cooker and does a whole bunch of other stuff too. And it's like fucking tits. It's really good. And I, I'm really, really enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. So have you gotten your test back yet? Your I food test? I have not. Um, so I am doing a different thing. I've decided. Well, I've, it's not like I came to this because I'm some kind of smart genius or anything. I've been reading <laughs> books. <laughs> what? I've been reading this uh, lady, um, Alyssa Vitti, who has... She wrote two books. She wrote Woman Code and In the Flow. And both of them are about how, as women, 
our bodies and our cycles with our hormones are different than the way society and everything is constructed, mm-hmm. right? So the way the workday has come about, the way the work week, like the way things kind of typically run on that daily cycle is very male. The masculine body yeah. has it, it, it's the circadian rhythm. And that's the way the masculine body runs because it has its hormonal ebbs and flows throughout the day, but pretty much continuously like day to day, day in and day out, the same kind of cycle. Women don't do that. Where you have an infradian cycle is what it's called. And it's oh. how you have different cycles, like different hormonal fluctuations throughout the month because you have a period, a hormonal cycle that the whole point is to create a viable egg. And then if it doesn't get fertilized, expel it. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense when you like read her book and you kind of understand how something can feel really good for a while, like for even a week, you can be in the in a groove with a thing. And then all of a sudden, it becomes super hard. Yeah, you don't know why. And then all of a sudden, it goes back to being easy again, like how just there are certain things where they work with us at different times in our circles, and they fight us, our body fights certain things at other times. And so she's really encouraging and like has a has a whole system for living within your cycle. So there's different foods you eat as you move through the hormonal phases. There's different exercises you do. There's different, like you have different creative strengths at different times in your cycle. You're going to be more outgoing at, in this yeah. cycle. You're going to be more like analytical at this time of the month. You're going to be more introspective over here. You're going to be like, yeah. So and trying to honor that and work within that, you're going to supposedly feel better, live better, like yeah. work with your body better. And then throughout reading this, I have come to, a, well, she has a, a thing about it, but I've been on hormonal birth control for almost 20 years. Yeah. Which means for almost 20 years, I haven't lived any cycle. Right. Because because hormonal birth control keeps your body in an almost continuous point of thinking it's just been pregnant. It's just pregnant. Fertilized. Yes. And so that's how you prevent the eggs from ever coming is to tell the body constantly that there ha- there is a fertilized egg. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, 20 years of that <laughs> maybe isn't great. Hmm. And uh, I'm a little concerned. I have no intention of getting pregnant or becoming pregnant, but I feel like there has to be a different way forward for me. Like yeah. I don't, I, I want to change. I want to, so I want to go off of my pills. I want to get my body to go back into a cycle because it has never really done that since like 18. <laughs> since yeah. middle, like high That's- school. 20 yeah 20 years like you said so it's longer like it's over half my life that i have not done it so i'm a little nervous about that um she has a really good recommendation Alyssa has one for how to do it healthily like start the cycle thinking before you actually go off the pill so i was i was going to stop it this week because i was like oh i'm just gonna stop and dive head first into this plan this whole (laughs) system and then she was like don't do that (laughs) so i'm supposed to start sinking for two months while staying on the pill so then then when i go off the pill i'm already kind of sinking you mean with the diet the diet yeah well yeah Uh, the the eating plan like so go through i mean while you're not really going through the hormonal changes but get used to eating in that rhythm of like 10 days of this and seven days of this and three days of that you know so i get used to that and that'll also hopefully help start healing some of the hormonal damage that's been done and then you know 
there's a lot of macronutrients I need to be taking and like certain vitamins that are really healthy to help solve the problems, the hormonal problems I've probably caused by being on birth control for 20 years. (laughs) So, so I'm going to do this. And we'll see. Uh, I won't really know much for a couple of months. I mean, I'm going to start the eating plan. So that'll work regardless. Yeah. But I won't know about my own hormonal issues until I'm off the pill in two months from now. So Now, is weaning off of the birth control pill something you would have had to do regardless of your new eating plan? Like, I, I don't know too much about birth controls, but is that something that you can... Like, I know for my blood pressure medicine, I have to wean myself off. I can't just stop. Oh, um, no. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I talked to my doctor and she had no problem with me stopping it. And she said I could just stop it the next time I hit one of the sugar pack, like the sugar, sugar weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, thir- the fourth week of all packs is not real pills. So she's like, whenever you're there, then you're just done. So she's not worried about it. This is a Alyssa. This is, you know, since this is what she does, this is her, her whole company, her whole business right. is hormonal healing, healing women's hormonal issues. And she says it's not great to just stop them because you're going to find a lot of things come up real fast. So she's, so that's why she says to get in the rhythm first and then stop it. Yeah. After okay. like two, after two months, once you kind of understand the eating plan and the, and the diet plan and the, and the exercise plan, and then you'll be in a good rhythm so that when you stop it, hopefully you're already healing your body. So, okay. But yeah, I, I mean, in terms of the doctor, she's like, there's no weaning. You can't wean off the pills. You just stop taking them. Okay. There's no like step down to some kind of other pill. I mean, there are other types of pills, but. That's just she's just right, like, no, just but you don't have to like it. slow your doses each time, no. type of thing. No, yeah. not for these ones because there's just it's just either it's telling your body to don't release an egg or it's just letting your body do whatever it wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and part of so my we'll goal see. is to get to the point where I won't need my blood pressure medicine. A lot of it's due to my weight or my APAP machine. That's one of the first things I've heard that people can get rid of is is blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Me too. It's going to be hard. But and then on top of it, I'm doing, b- before I start, I did take a food sensitivity test just because I have a lot of food sensitivities. I don't have like full blown kill me allergies, you know, like your selfish one where you almost die. (laughs) I just have food that does not, that my body doesn't like. And I eat them anyway because who has time for that shit? Um, (laughs) But I figured if I'm going to go to all this trouble to heal my hormones, then I should also listen to my body and not eat foods that cause it distress. Mm -hmm. So I, I took the sensitivity test and so I'll get that back and then I'll mesh it with her eating plan and just not eat. Basically, I already know because of the books i will be dropping dairy and gluten entirely oh man those are out oh that's gonna be rough i love cheese i know there's an episode about that's how you fix kalina's moods is you feed her cheese (laughs) you give me cheese (laughs) so this will be fun for patrick to have no cheese to feed me (laughs) when i'm cranky i think it's seeds and nuts (laughs) so he'll be like eat these seeds and i'll be like fine thank you (laughs) i'll grudgingly take them well i've also like given him the heads up because i'm like this is gonna be some weird cooking and i'm not gonna like make multiple meals right you know so So I'm going to have like, I'll make a plan and I'll be like, this is this week's meal plan. Tell me if you and Caden want to eat any of it or if you're going to, I don't know, feed yourselves. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
They're going to be like, yeah, no, it's cool. We're going to eat it. And they're going to drop instantaneously like 30 oh. pounds each. And <laughs> They'll then be the healthiest gonna... <laughs> ever. And I'll be over here like, you fucking asshole. You're like, I gained seven pounds. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That'll make me so sad. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's already lost seven pounds. He put two back on because he had it. We had it. We actually had a cheat day yesterday. And I stayed stagnant. I was I was the same weight that I so I didn't gain any weight, which is great. Mm-hmm. And he gained two pounds, so he's like at five now. But I was just like, how is that? How do I lose three and you lose seven? He's like, well, um, I, no, I don't. Okay, that's the no. number. Like that's actually the whole thing behind Alyssa. No, oh no, no, no. Is like <gasps> yes, you cannot compare yeah, yourselves yes. to men. It's not okay. Our bodies are different. Yes. And I understand that completely. Mm-hmm. Also, he is a physical worker and I sit in front of my fucking desk. Well, I've been making myself stand this whole week. I've stood. Nice. So I'm using my, my stand up desk. So I'm at least doing that. You know, sometimes I just, you know, you get discouraging, but you're right. You're absolutely right. That's not something that you can do to compare at all. No. Uh, what are you doing for workouts and stuff? So there's different recommendations throughout the different cycles. The, the, just like the food, it's, you know, if you're in your menstrual phase, it's a lot softer and more like yoga stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, I think it's follicular is the one where it's kind of like, go and do those runs and do that like high Triathlon. intensity. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm not on that <laughs> path. But in the beginning, because I'm trying to heal the hormonal stuff, I'm not supposed to do any more than 30 minutes a day of medium activity because oh, okay. you can actually hurt your hormones by pushing your body too hard. You get cortisol, too much cortisol, mm. which is the stress hormone, and then it your body starts doing bad things. So, so I'm only doing 30 minutes oh. of like eccentrics kind of like stretching pilates stuff mm-hmm. where i'm just moving and especially because again i am an office worker too and that's 10 hours of not moving all day yeah. so i've started it at work so we do like i have like a couple of my coworkers come in and we do like a 10 minute in the morning and a 10 minute in the afternoon oh, and then cool. i do my own at home where i'm just just moving myself and like yeah. stretching and feeling good <laughs> that's great that's awesome especially that you've got your co-workers doing it with you mm-hmm. that's way neat when i used to have an office to go to i would walk around the building but yeah anymore no. but yeah. i actually bought an oculus 2 virtual reality headset oh and uh yeah so i got a bonus this year and I used it towards that and I fucking love it. And I've got this game is called Beat Saber and you're just moving constantly. And so that's going to mm-hmm. be my workout. So I aim to do an hour a day on that, on um, either a dance game or you can get a, like a, a workout game, which I'm going to do for both. And then that Beat Saber one, which is you move around a lot. You work up a sweat just nice. playing a, a video game and it goes by Ooh. so fast because, you know, like you dread the whole working out thing because who wants to fucking do that yeah Yeah. at least for me the physical part of a diet is the worst the food Mm -hmm. is not so bad it's hard but i can do the food and i can i can make my way through that but the physical activity part of a diet is hard for me Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i find that the hardest part is time Mm -hmm. that too (laughs) it's really hard i mean i do four tens at work and 10 hours especially in the winter there's only like 10 fucking hours of sunlight anyway and i'm at work for all of them so And I get up so damn early, it's like five. I'm not doing anything before work. Fuck that noise. I'd have no. to get up at like four. No. And so then I come home and I'm like, I'm tired. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's been another, it's been like 12 hours once you add in drive time. Yeah. And it's like, 
And a disadvantage that you have is that you can't sleep. And that's where actually your body goes into its, I'm going to lose weight type of, like, it. I, yes. at least I've heard, yes. you lose the most weight while you're sleeping. And yeah. getting sleep is the best way to, to allow yourself to lose weight. And yep. like for you, not I don't think at any fault of your own. That's something no. you, you can't just. But you know, I don't sleep. <laughs> but you don't sleep. Whereas so. mine is a complete choice. I go to bed at three and I wake up at seven. That's my own fucking fault. Yeah. That's also yep. something I need to work yep. on. It does. But I'm hoping that all of this in conjunction will help sleep too. Like it yeah. has to. Like everything works together. Your body works together. So if I start fixing things kind of universally instead of just taking on the diet, which is usually what I do when I diet. Yeah. This I feel at least for once, this feels really holistic to me because it's actually all the different, like even when you're eating, the plan kind of tells you like why these foods are beneficial. Like this helps your liver break down estrogen because if you have high estrogen, it does this, this, and this to your organs. Mm -hmm. This, you know, type of food boosts B vitamins, which are actually really important in in regulating hormones. It's just, I mean, there's so much of it. And so learning all of it and learning about how the foods do this, and then this type of exercise does this, and then like working with yourself wholly and even doing work stuff like, okay, this week wouldn't be a good week for me to do meetings. So let me try to like reschedule things into a week that's better for that where I'm more, uh, you know, gregarious or whatever. So like yeah. all of it just feels like I'm actually trying to get in touch with my body that I've been apparently just ignoring for 20 years because I wouldn't let it go through hormonal <laughs> out of fear for being pregnant. So I just, I just am so happy to like try something and actually get back, talk to my body again and be like, mm-hmm. hey body, what's up? Let's fix this together <laughs> and not yeah. be an enemy of it. I think that's something that's hard. Yeah, is like absolutely. So much of society tells us like what our bodies should look like and how they should be and all that. And so it really does create an othering where we are like, my body is my enemy because it's not doing what it should do or doesn't look right. the way it should look. Mm-hmm. And so then you're mad at it and you hate it and you don't treat it well and you don't dress it well and you don't like respect it or love it and think of all the wonderful things your body does for you. And your body is you, so you shouldn't even talk like this because this is also telling it that it's different. <laughs> I don't know. So I just try, you know, I just am really, I'm hopeful. I'm really, I'm hopeful. I think this is a good, it's a good step. And I think it's time. Absolutely. And I think uh, like the biggest obstacle for me is to really to accept that this is not going to happen as fast as I wanted to. All of those other diets that, I mean, you and I have tried together, you know, like the 17 day diet. That was great. That was a great diet, but 17 days is, it's hard to do and it's hard to get back on. And also you may lose a lot of weight during those 17 days, but then maintaining it's what the big thing. And diet really isn't what we should be calling this. We should just be calling this a lifestyle change. That's Yeah. I keep trying to call it a plan. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm just adjusting my life plan and I'm going in this new direction. Yeah. Because again, I think diet exactly is the wrong thing Mm -hmm. because that feels restrictive and punishing and like it's short term, like eventually you'll stop your diet, right? You go off your diet. Yeah. Well, no, this is a plan. I'm now on a plan. (laughs) 
Yeah, and that is a we get you, we have to be intentional with how we are going to be moving forward and how we're going to take care of ourselves. And if I mean, this is the carnivore diet for me and Dan, we are intentionally doing this diet for the first month, but after that, it's going to be a healthy eating plan. Exactly, I I understand. I just wanted to. I'm not against. No, it. no, no. Yeah, I think because no. <laughs> I I understand the whole idea. It gets you into ketosis. Yes, which is the healthy burning, mm-hmm. clean burning system. And then once you're in it, then you can. You add back in those things you are going to need because your body does need them. <laughs> yeah. But it'll burn, it'll burn them better instead of storing things as fat. Yep. It'll just burn them, which is good. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's... Well, um, two hours of clean and <laughs> I was Diet like, that's almost like a mint, like one of our football minis that we've had <laughs> bef- two years ago, which by the way, you guys, I know this is really old news, but oh, God, yes. we fucking won our fantasy football league <laughs> after eight years, 10 years, 10, 20, years? 45 years, 45 we finally years. fucking <laughs> win. We were in like third, fourth place the whole season. And didn't pay one lick of attention. We wanted to fucking call this bitch off. We were like, you guys, it's COVID. Everybody's getting sick. They're not going to have the NFL. The football players aren't going to. There are no fans. Like, what is happening? We need to call this off. We did a virtual fucking, what is that called? Um, Draft. Draft. And we pretty much let Yahoo do it for us. Yeah, we're like, yeah, sure, (laughs) Yahoo. Take that guy. That guy's fine. Yeah, that guy looks good. We're good. We're good to go. And barely paid attention to our roster all fucking season. <laughs> Just enough to move people if they had COVID. If, like, I, yeah. I paid enough attention to, like, go get somebody new. If, if they had, had buys COVID or COVID. Player, exactly. And to move people out of buys. I didn't, we never played anybody who was out, out. Yeah. Well, somebody got, like, injured and got no points, but that wasn't my, f- I couldn't have predicted that. <laughs> What? <laughs> I know. Yeah. But we won anyway. <laughs> we fucking won. First place. We are the two girls in this all guy league. And yes, we fucking dominated. That's right, bitches. Yes, it was it. I mean, I feel bad for uh, our, our our friend is who has been was first the whole season. He held first place up until the moment we beat him. Yep. And then he got. <laughs> but that down happened to, to us one Absolutely. year too. It did. That and he didn't go all the way to eighth. He got fourth. <laughs> he got fourth. We got kicked down to hope. The year that we were in first, like the whole fucking season, and went into the playoffs, we lost and ended up with eighth. And I was so pissed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is some bullshit. Oh, and then we complained about the fucking brackets, and the brackets saved our asses. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> the system Yahoo doesn't work right. It doesn't bracket it doesn't. correctly. Well, it, it it does. It does brackets as opposed to a traditional playoff system where the highest seeded team always plays the lowest seeded yes. team that's left. No, it puts you into actual brackets. So even if you're like number one and there's a a lower seed, you just play who's in your bracket. So that's mm-hmm. why it had to play us because we were seeded four instead of there was a seed seven mm-hmm. and he didn't get to play seven, so he played us and we beat him and then seven and six played and six beat seven yeah yeah six beat seven and so then it and was then, and then we played six for the win which was my nephew and it was his first year yeah that was a uh, pretty interesting he was very happy for us he was like i'm glad it was you over anybody else he goes honestly i'm not even mad that i didn't get first because it was you and i was like oh thanks Aww, it was so sweet. so sweet also baby. he's like a kid who doesn't have a job so that money was fucking like yeah <laughs> he was loving that shit 
Yeah, because second place is still quite a bit of money. Yeah, it's half first place. (laughs) And first place was a lot. So Yeah, it is a lot. It's Mm -hmm. quite a sizable. No, I can't believe we won. I was so excited. Yeah, me too. We just have to pay less attention each year, I think, is the goal. (laughs) I think what we have to do is just constantly complain about the things that we're doing. And it'll just, it it, it always makes its way into the end. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) absolutely it'll work that's out that's just what we do so yeah well that okay. was 31 minutes of bullshit <laughs> well <It'll, laughs> i think i could get that down to maybe 27 so okay <laughs> well cool, cool, cool. cool that was a great good update so yeah i'm gonna give you a quickie oh by the way you guys i know we didn't say this in the beginning but we are a podcast that reads and reviews paranormal romance <laughs> novels um <laughs> <laughs> and talks about our life changes. It talks about all of the other stuff. So that's just our banter in the beginning. So thanks for sticking around. But I'm going to give Kalina a quickie before we introduce the book that we just read. And that is, how many phonographs do you know by heart? I think I know three or four. Okay. Nice. I used to know all of them. Of course. And then cell phones came into existence, and now I don't know any. You I know don't. my own number. <laughs> I know my parents because that number's been my number for my whole life, and it's also the easiest number ever. Mm-hmm. And then I know works, <laughs> and I think I know my mom's cell. I'm pretty sure I could do it without, like, w- once I'm typing it. Yeah, I think I know, obviously, mine and Dan's. I know your parents' number. Yes, yeah, like everyone you said, knows my parents' It's the number. easiest fucking number. <laughs> I know my old phone number that I still use for King Supers and Safeway. <laughs> I know my boss's number and I know my real estate agent's number. <laughs> so I know six numbers. I know all of the, the taxi cab numbers. Oh, well, yes. In Denver, yes. We know the taxi cab numbers. <laughs> I could definitely two, two, call two, two, a cab. Five, 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 seven, 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 seven. Three, 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 three. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, cool. I don't know Patrick's at all. At all. You don't know Patrick's? I couldn't call him at all. I'd be like, well, goodbye, Patrick. <laughs> I lost my phone. <laughs> you know, when we were in New York. Oh, right. And you had decided, we, we collectively, the smartest people in the world decided one person would hold all of this stuff, including all of ourselves in one bag. And then I got separated from the group in Chinatown. I was like, I'm going to have to call Kalina's parents <laughs> to get her number because I don't know her number. I know Kalina's parents' number. How fucking amazing would that have been? <laughs> and I'd be like, no, you have to understand, I'm lost in Chinatown in a city I don't know. <laughs> and of all the towns to be lost in, China's not a good one for you. <laughs> I, I'm the, I look like everyone here. <laughs> We're all the same size. I can't outgrow anyone here. I know. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, well, maybe oh. she'll find my blonde hair. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, you were a blonde then, weren't you? I was blonde still. Yeah. (laughs) But okay. So yeah, so I know three, maybe four, and you know six. Well, that's the world for you today. 
So that kind of has to do with some of the part of the book. Yeah. Yeah. What did we read? That's We should talk about that now. We should. We should actually do what we're going to try to do here. So we read Spellbound in Salem, the first of the Casters and Claws series by Millie Tayden, narrated by Summer Roberts and Brian Polino. And Kalina, well, Klitz notes, yeah. So we are in Salem, the town of the witch trials from the, what's, uh, 16th century? And it's modern day, though. And the sheriff is a wolf shifter. And as he's about to, like, get started for the day, a young boy walks in and says, Hey, my father and a bunch of his buddies are going to kill all the witches of Salem. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that witches aren't really will- real, so he thinks that they're just going to kill a bunch of ladies who are descended from the original families of Salem who were murdered in the witch trials. And the wolves obviously are like, no, witches are real shit. So, <laughs> so the, they're, and apparently this crazy cult wants to start with the same, they have to kill the witches in the same order as they were killed during Salem or during the witch trials. So they're going after the bishop sisters first. And there's four, well, there's four there's two. bishops left in Salem. They're two sets of twins, cousins. So, yes. so the sheriff who is Zeke, he and his alpha Zane. Zane. I don't know why I said Zeke. I even looked at my book that says Zane. And I went. I, it's like, you looked down and said Zeke. I was like, what is she looking at? I did. I looked at Zane and I said, nah, that's not the right name. Why would I write? I like why did I write Zeke that down? Better. His name's Zeke. Anyway, <laughs> Zane. Sorry. Zane is the beta of his clan and his alpha is Alex. What is it? I don't remember. Axel. Axel. I knew it wasn't Alex, but it was close. But anyway, yeah. uh, they decide they're going to split up. They're each going to take one of the uh, sisters, one of the bishop sisters, and, they're, and they called in some wolves from uh, one town over, a different clan, to help them because they want to get everybody protected and off the street and separate because they figure if these guys are really going after them, uh, if we get them all together, that just makes them an easier target. So Zane, <laughs> not Zeke, <laughs> rushes over to this witch shop that's run by Raven Bishop. And as he gets there, uh, he walks in and he sees her and he's like, shit, that's my mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and so he you know introduces himself he's the sheriff he has a badge and everything he's like i need to get you to safety your life is in danger and she just starts laughing because she's like what bullshit is that yeah because <laughs> who wouldn't believe them i mean i mean right? would you no i wouldn't would not really i wouldn't believe him I'd be like once they showed up and started shooting at me i fucking am believing i'd be like let's go officer let's go now sheriff, <laughs> sheriff let's go I don't need your badge anymore. Here, take it back. <laughs> Somebody save me. They're shooting at me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he's trying to get her to, to come with him when all of a sudden, as we just alluded to, a bunch of dudes in a truck and with guns show up and start shooting at him. She tries to do some magic Ugh, on why him. Why is this so real right now? Right? That does suck. <laughs> I mean, I was, this one was hard. I was like, oh, I don't like these guys. Yeah. They feel a little bit uh, current. Real time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys, just January 6th, okay? I know it's the 7th right now, but we listened to this on the 6th, so just know that for past reference. Remember anyway. what was happening on the 6th. You remember what happened on January 6th? Okay, that's, we're not going to talk about it. That's the world we're living in right now. Okay. <laughs> 
So she and him, like he, he shifts into his wolf. He helps, like he fights with them. She tries to use some magic on him. It kind of depletes her. She's not very good at offensive magic. She's better at defensive. So eventually they get out of there. They're running. She demands, you know, to find, she wants to talk to her sister. She wants to know what's going on. He's trying to convince her. Well, he goes ahead and spills the beans that she's his mate, which I don't know. That seemed yeah. like maybe poor planning, but. <laughs> that was real quick. She's After like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I got issues. Yep. Um, so he eventually, like, they go to her house. It's destroyed. She talks to her sister. She's fine. She's already safe in a way. And she's like, she wants to fight, but. They're like, we don't know what we're up against. We don't know who this group is yet. We don't have any information. They just showed up with guns. We just, like, let's get safe first. So she finally calms down enough to, like, agree to go with him. He takes her to a cabin. She's, like, pissy the whole damn time. She's fighting with him and being a real, Mm -hmm. real snot about a lot of things. And he's just like, bitch, I love you. I don't think he says it yet, but he comes close to it real early. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, super early. that's not helping this situation. But um, so they start eventually, you know, like they kind of like have to spend some time together. They eat some dinner. She has issues because of an ex because, you know, exes suck and they cause issues. (laughs) So he's trying to kind of convince her that maybe some of her issues aren't, you know, aren't real and they're just in her head because of this ex dude and she needs to, she's you know, she's prettier and, and smarter and like more powerful and better than she thinks she is. And she's like, why would anybody want to tell me that? Yeah. <laughs> He's obviously trying something. She does not trust him for a long, long, long time. <laughs> she, they go to a store. She buys some salt because she wants to do magic. He keeps trying to tell her not to do magic because they're pretty sure they can track magic. The, the Salem defenders or whoever they are mm-hmm. want to, that can track magic because they just, they were on them too quickly in the beginning. They knew where all the magic people were. And so she's like, no, nobody can track magic. And so then she does some magic. And they track And they track her. (laughs) (laughs) But in the meantime, they fall in love. She starts to understand that this is like all the things she was protecting herself from because of her old relationship didn't make a lot of sense now. This guy is so different. He is not Arthur. And Mm -hmm. he really does seem to just care about her and want her to be safe and protected and happy. And she's like, that's crazy. So she naturally falls in love with him because that's what you should do. (laughs) Yeah. And then they have some nice sex and then um, they have to have another battle at the end because she did the magic and the bad guys show up again. But then she killed the bad guy. And uh, yeah, good. Happy. Happy ending. Happy. Sex. Yeah. You guys, this is a novella. It was a four hour book. There are four books in this series series right is that what yes. you said yep it's a series yeah. all four are already out they are the four witches that we mentioned so raven and her twin sister and then their cousin the twin sisters that are their cousins whose names i have forgotten yeah. and i cannot tell you astra and Celine, well, there we go somebody I remembers i don't remember her sister's name Sir Sol- cerise Cerise. It's her sister. Okay, Celine and Astra are the other two. I believe. I'm okay. not sure. I don't Could know. Could be making a whole bunch of stuff up. But so it's all, I think they're all going to take place kind of like simultaneously. All these witches get picked up by wolves and naturally all of them are their mates. (laughs) So then we get each story like, meanwhile, back at the ranch. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the story. Yeah, because 
Raven's sister, Cerise, is with the alpha wolf of Zane's pack, Axel, who is actually also a police officer, but they, they have like a role reversal because Zane is the sheriff at the department and he is just a, an officer versus in the pack, Axel is the alpha and Zane is. Is Zane beta or is he just a guy? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that I was don't ever know if mentioned. It was mentioned. He is the secu- the pack security chief. It feels Kay. like he is beta, but I don't remember yeah. them saying this is beta <laughs> specifically that he is beta. And you know what? For all we know, there isn't really a beta in this story. But a lot of the police department are wolves, yes. and they're secret. The real world, the normal people don't know about them, except for the Order of Salem. Apparently, knows that there are still witches somehow, and they know about the shifters. He knew when the bad guy showed up at her shop. He's like, "I know you're a wolf, but we don't have." problems with wolves oh I yeah miss he's that like completely. no we don't have problems they've been around forever we have problems with witches because they try to control us with their magic now you have problem with yeah no women, that's where he fucking sucker. has issues with <laughs> you nailed it in one his problems with women <laughs> oh my god but he's dead so it's fine <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. So one of my yes. favorite things that starts off this book is that Raven explains to Zane a little bit about how she felt she was really attached to her ex, whose name is Arthur something or another. I don't remember what his initials were. It's, it's a B. It's, it's a B. A B. Mm-hmm. So when her and her twin sister were younger, they did this spell that would somehow miraculously tell them the initials of who their true, forever mates their or true their true loves. They because they don't they don't believe in the mate things, but the true love. They were they were into princess movies. This is back in the, oh like, yeah when they were like seven eight and they were watching the princess movies and they're like, well, who's my true love? Yeah. <laughs> So they did this spell, which they obviously did wrong and got their initials mixed up because she's been hooked on some, you know, like she thinks that her mate starts with an A when in fact it's a Z and the Z was given to her sister, but she's with A because she's with Axel. So it's a little, well, it's not confusing. It's just, it's confusing the way I'm explaining it. But when you listen (laughs) to the book. When they did the spell as kids, Raven thought that the spell told her her true love was going to have the AB initials and that Celine's true love would have the ZC initials. Right. ZC, because that's a hard one to say. ZC. Yes. And so a couple of years ago she met a guy named Arthur we're gonna say Brown uh, we don't know what his last name was but it was a B <laughs> so all of a yeah. sudden her heart goes a little pitter patter like oh an AB initial that's who's my true love so she spent a long time with this guy named Arthur mm-hmm. B because she kind of thought maybe that was supposed to be her, her love and he really yeah. sucked and he did a number on her and so then she's decided well true love spells don't work anyway this isn't real so she's throwing the whole thing out the window and now she's just miraculously met a guy whose initials are ZC, who she thought should be her sister's Good guy, <laughs> right? But maybe is now her fated mate slash true love. Yeah so, yeah. so naturally, she's like blocking. She's got her defenses up the whole time, even though she fucking loves or not loves, but she's starting to get really attracted to him. And he's super hot and he's naked almost all the time because he has to keep shifting. You know, these wolves, like, they love these being wolves. Naked. <laughs> 
<laughs> like the first battle scene, he has to turn into a, a wolf, and then she, you know, has to go pick him up in the car or whatever, and that, <laughs> and oh so God, he gets so into good. the into the truck, and he's fucking butt as naked because he just shifted back, and he's totally cool with it, and she's just like looking at his lap, and then looking away, and then looking over, and she's like, I can't believe what is happening here, and she's talking about how flaccid his dick is, and that, it's <laughs> but so, it's, it's like it's appealing in its flaccidity. Of- <laughs> yes, floppy and still appealing. Is that a possible thing? <laughs> Which yes. I think penises are. Uh-huh. And not really always in like a sensual, like sexual erotic kind of way. But just because they are the weirdest things. They just, they're so weird. It's not like another hand that's, you know, like an appendage. I mean, it is, but. But they can't, you can't move it, but it does move. It, <laughs> But not, it's, it's like just, involuntary movement, right? Right. <laughs> so I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It is. And I do. I like to play with them so much and I like to look at them. You know what? One of my favorite things is mm-hmm. the, the the penises in Big Mouth. Oh, oh, <laughs> the, like the little pet pe- Murray's, yeah, like Murray's little pet penises. Murray's pet penises. <laughs> and he's always like got around. And they're just like, <laughs> oh, they're just so cute. <laughs> I wish I, I want somebody to create like stuffed animals of those because I fucking want one so bad. Well, I said I the, love them. That penis pillow. Yes, I want that too. I want, I want too. everything penis. I tried to get that. I was like Christmas present, and I showed it to oh, him, I can- <laughs> and I don't have a penis pillow, and I was like, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why the fuck did you give me this fucking crock pot instead? What is it called?" <laughs> Dutch oven, a lay crusade. A Dutch oven. Why did you give me a lay crusade? I I wanted a pet penis instead (laughs) of a Dutch oven. (laughs) Oh, they're so fun. I can't have phallic stuffed animals around my house. I have children who would want to play with them, and I just don't think that's appropriate. So I can. (laughs) Yes, I'll play with your penis when I when I go over your house. Uh, okay so so yes so i like this book it's good yeah i liked it too i I love magic i love witches me too she doesn't get to do very much in the book which is kind of disappointing but i get it because of the whole like bad guy thing but i do it's it's good i have another idea for us and actually this is an idea attached to an idea we already have right okay so you know that coffee shop card cookie cupcake whatever shop we were going to have podcast recording studio yes yes pod- slash podcast <laughs> recording studio we also can make it a metaphysical store and sell witchy stuff <laughs> i'm fucking down with that because i love that shit i do too but it's like literally the least specific place in the world now <laughs> it is and they'd be like what is this is like the weirdest thrift store i've ever been to <laughs> we've got everything (laughs) it'll be all the things that we love it'll just be called things we love store (laughs) right oh my god it's that's all it is we'll be buying our own shit and playing with it ourselves be like no we didn't sell anything just to ourselves it's fine don't worry about it it's a bad idea um (laughs) so good so we did get one of our favorite scenes in this book oh a few times yeah, we got a sexy mm-hmm. shower masturbation scene with uh, mm-hmm. Zane. 
Yep, because he wants to fuck her. Yeah, he does. And she wants it too, but she's denying it. And of course, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> he's all like, it's, it's, I think it's really funny that he's trying to be quiet in the shower because he doesn't want her to hear him. Right. Like, what noise are you going to make that's going to be louder than the shower water? Like, is it going to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't hear that over the shower. No, I wouldn't think so. No. So it's like, I just thought it was really funny that he was just like, I can't make any noise. Like, even his grunt. And I was like, grunts are not louder than shower water. No, I don't. And, okay. Like. (laughs) Okay. Oh. What is the loudest grunt or like orgasm noise that anybody that you've ever had sex with made? Do (laughs) guys make a lot of noise? (laughs) Exactly. Like, like they hold it in too. It's not like they're like, oh. no, no, that was an awful noise. I'm sorry, I made it. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's literally like, <laughs> or like it's like, oh, and they hold their breath for <laughs> three minutes. Yeah, because you know they're deep water divers. That's what I was just like. You don't have to stay that quiet, Zane. Just jerk off, do it nice, and the way that you normally do it, don't try to suppress your emotions or anything that you feel, because she's not going to fucking hear you. She's also not a wolf. She's a witch. True. She doesn't have special Maybe hearing powers. Maybe he's just used to being quite around wolves. That's true. Maybe he's just always so, just jacking it off around wolves. Yeah, and, and he's all like, they always know what I'm doing, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta be quiet. <laughs> Because <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't think he makes a lot of noise. Yeah, but he does. I mean, oh, oh he sounds no, sexy scene. as hell. Like yeah, when did. she describes like how he wears like sweatpants, I was like into that scene too. I was like, God damn it, yeah, hot. I was into him in his uniform. Oh. I really thought the um like the the tan sheriff's uniforms. Mm-hmm. That are like, you know, fitted pants, really tight around the ass mm-hmm. and the arms. Mm-hmm. It's just a very pleasant mm. visualization. And he yeah, honestly was, was a good guy. Like he was, he was. so nice mm-hmm. to her. And I think that that's why I was like on board from the beginning. And she kept fighting him. And I was like, bitch, this dude is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Now, figure it out stuff he said like some of his dialogue and some of the things that he would say and the way he talked sometimes was not or words that he would use phrases were not the greatest i don't think and i'm t- like i'm particularly talking about the last sex scene that they had after she recovered herself from the battle yeah no no i hated that i even flagged it but <laughs> <laughs> outside of that like he just like he's kind of was very quick to see that she was dealing with some insecurities and like Mm -hmm. he did a lot to tell her hey you don't have to be like i (laughs) that was that that dinner scene where okay so he's done he's done his masturbation in the shower he comes out to to cook dinner and she wants to help he doesn't really want her to he's like no you're my guest I'll, i'll make you dinner and she's like no I need to do something. So they're both in the kitchen and he just keeps like grazing her every time they're in the kitchen. So he's all hot and heavy for her again because mm-hmm. he's been touching her and stuff. And then he asks her like why she wears baggy clothes. And she's like, doesn't really want to explain it. But eventually she's like, well, my ex made fun of my pudge 
And eventually I just thought it was easier to hide than to fight about it. Mm. So this fucker, Fuck you, right? Lex. Arthur. Like, what even is that name? I was just going <laughs> to say, that is not like, if you're going to come to like, hey, I'm Arthur, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. So he's like, oh, you don't listen to him. Don't let anyone tell you you're anything less than, you know, gorgeous. And she started like hemming and hawing about it and kind of backtracking and trying to like almost apologize, like make excuses for Arthur. Like, oh, no, you know, I'm not like traditionally you know, supermodel looks or anything. So he gets up out of his chair and he takes her hand and puts it on his dick. And he's like, I just <laughs> jacked off to you in the shower and I'm hard again. Oh my God. You're fucking gorgeous. And I can't get yeah. enough of it. And then he like stands there and she keeps her hand there. <laughs> Even like, after like, he's moved his hand. <laughs> oh my god. She's like Oh my god. Oh my god, that was so sexy. That was so sexy. And she didn't know what to do. She was just like Would you I know what to do? My hand. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. However, if there the sex is pending, right? Like right. this is going to happen. Yes. And you've got that tension throughout the whole interaction. Mm, I I think that if he had put my hand on his hard ass dick. I think I would have already. I, I think I would have already fucked him. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that I would have been able to really control myself after. Because here's uh, here's my thing again. You've got the heartbreak. I get it. Whatever. This guy's a nice guy. If it doesn't work, whatever. There's no feelings involved yet, but you can fuck him. Because well, look at that. can you? He's already told you you're his mate, his faded. Mate. Oh yeah, you're right. So oh, can yeah, you I just fuck him? That. What if you no. become his mate? I'm really glad now, though, that he did mention that. Oh, I'm your I, mate. You're my mate. Here's my dick. Are we going to fuck yet? See, if it was in that order, then maybe not. No, you're 100% right. Because in all the other books where the guy like keeps that a secret until the end, we're always pissed about yeah, it. We are. So no, I, I, he needed to say it up front. It was just, mm -hmm. he said it like within five minutes of meeting her. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty instantly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hi, I'm the sheriff. There's a threat against your life. I'm your mate. <laughs> and she was like, what? Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would like to think that I would walk away, but I don't. I don't that would so. be a hard one. I feel like I would just sit there with my it hand was hard. like going, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> I'd be like, can I see it? Well, she'd what, already seen it, though. What does it look like when it's hard? Well, she saw it flaccid That's and true. floppy. That's true. She saw it flaccid and floppy. Also, if he's only wearing just, like, sweatpants and nothing else, it would be oh. really hard to not just be like, Bing. Is that not, like, <laughs> what? And I know that you'd already just said how that description of him in his sweatpants is really, really sexy. But is that not, like, one of the sexiest things that a man could do is walk around with no shirt on and just sweatpants and no underwear? And then you could just see the oh. the outline, the shape of it, and then you could see the little, like, mushroom head. It's my favorite. I fucking love it. It's the fucking best. It's so sexy. So you know who owns so absolutely sexy. zero, not a single fucking pair? Oh, no! No! Someone needs to get some sweatpants. He has nothing in his jeans. He always wears jeans? Except in the That's summer it? when he has those plaid shorts. He okay. does not have comfy clothes. I don't think he is comfortable <laughs> as a human being. Either that or just really likes jeans, but I don't think jeans are comfortable, but yeah. Now that you mention it, I've never seen him in anything but jeans. Yeah. It would be weird to see him in... I bet you if you gave him a pair of sweatpants, he might wear it. I do not think he would. Really? I, I do not think so. I, I'll try. 
I'll try. He he seems to try to. I don't know. I think I think he would do it for you. <laughs> I do. Well, I do you think he would finish the you. entire sentence you were trying to say. I was gonna say I think he tries to accommodate you, but that's a really bad way of saying that, and I don't mean it that way at I all. Know, but I think you're hundred percent right. <laughs> And it makes me feel bad sometimes. No, no, no. That's why I, that's why I didn't say because I don't think that he's trying to, you know, like, there are things that our partners, our, our lovers do that really tries to make us comfortable. They're mm-hmm. not going to try to make us uncomfortable. And if it doesn't phase them at all, then they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So unless he really, really despises sweatpants, I think he'll wear them for you. Okay. <laughs> You're, I'm, you try it. The stipulation is... Oh, well, there's no stipulation. He he gets to wear he has to wear them or not. Like that's just obviously his, his choice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dan doesn't wear underwear. Period. It doesn't matter what he's wearing, but it's just extra for me, and it's just a benefit that I could just grope my husband at any moment I want, <laughs> which is what I do often. Good. Yeah. No, I think maybe I'll get in for uh, Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Just you know, just a nice pair of like black or dark gray. Gray. They have to be dark gray. gray. Yeah, the dark gray. That is literally the sexiest. Oh, I don't know why. I and it. I love black. You know, I wear almost only black, but for some reason, black sweatpants aren't as sexy as gray sweatpants. No, you're right. Gray, <laughs> yes. Why? Why is this a thing? What has happened to women, though, that we... Because, like, there's a whole Instagram, like, accounts to men in, in gray sweatpants. Um, I blame Amazon <laughs> because when I'm looking for sweatpants... For Dan, I tell you, I I don't linger around my clothes as much as I do for his sweatpants. <laughs> well, now I have to go look for sweatpants. Hold on, guys. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> because they don't just do like the the sweatpants. They have like the upper. They know, have the, the whole model, bottom part, the whole. Just their ch- like sometimes just their chest down or their belly button down or something like that, and then like that slight peak of the v, the v at the top like, oh it's always the teasing v. us yeah no it's it, they fucking know what they're doing <sighs> they do they do know what they're doing see just and the way that they stand with their hips cocked like oh go, give me a fucking break now i know why men can like fucking masturbate to um uh yeah yeah look at the, look at the way he's standing stop being so seductive <laughs> asshole <laughs> But yeah, like how men can master me to like Victoria's Secret catalogs and stuff. They're not even naked or like to home goods or whatever they do. But like just like (laughs) regular. (laughs) I think they're at least women in aprons. That woman could make a Lululemon or something. Lululemon, right? But uh, yeah, it's a you see. Oh God, I I'm sorry, guys. I (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I distracted Kalina. It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. So you can do that later. Absolutely. So what else? What else? What else? I don't know. Our timing is way off because we spend a lot of time talking about that stuff in the beginning. Bonkers. Anyway, so I think the biggest thing in the story, the biggest thing that had to like be overcome, was trust. 
Yeah, she did have a lot of trust she issues. She didn't, ha- but and like he straight trusted her from the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think that's because he has that wolf knowledge. Like he knows she's his mate, and she doesn't mm-hmm. have that. But she did not. She just even like even at the end with the magic stuff. Like he had just explained to her so many times why it was a bad idea to do any magic. To just like mm-hmm. wait until they know more. It's literally only been a day, two days, two days. Like two, well, one day, two nights. Okay, yes. Right? Yeah, night, day, night, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, and she's acting like, well, we just have to go back to our lives right now. And it's like, somebody's trying, (laughs) not just somebody, but an organized, like, cult of people want to wipe you and your family off the planet. If anybody's going to call themselves the order of anything, be fucking weary of them. That's that's a scary name. What about I mean, the Order of the Phoenix? I was just going to say, they're badasses. <laughs> the Order of the Phoenix were fucking badasses. They and were. they could kill they you. Were. But yeah, the Order the order of Salem is not good. But any, anyway, so she's like, I know better. I know magic. Yeah. I don't have to listen to him. <laughs> and she doesn't. Yeah. And then he almost dies because he gets shot trying he to does. save her. It was really sad. It was very sad. Yeah. But don't worry, he's fine. He's totally fine. Because, you know, wolves can get shot all the time and they're fine. Yeah, I mean, like, by the time she gets to him, he's already almost healed. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. But, you know, so it, I get that, though. But did we ever find out how long ago she had broken up with Arthur? No. I knew I they'd been together six too. years. They had been together for a couple of years, yeah. And she just kept sticking around because, God damn it, that spell must have had a pretty <laughs> good impact on her. She's like, this is who I'm supposed to be with. But it didn't say how long in between. But she did promise herself that she would not allow that to happen again from any man. Yeah. She basically was like, I'm not going to get hurt by yeah. anyone. But, and I get that. Hey, you know me. I'm on the side of like, nah, we don't need that shit. But <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like... He brings her flowers in his wolf form, and he he yeah. lets her pet him, and he cooks her dinner, and he listens to her stories, and he wants he asks her questions about you know her sister and her family, and like mm-hmm. it's just it's very nice. Yeah, if he wasn't, he could have done anything to her at any moment that he had her. Yeah, I mean, it could also be a trick, but I don't know. I, I think trusting in your your gut and your intuitions is really important for. One, you're self-aware, but trusting that that gut feeling, whether or not you're scared, is very important. Your intuition's there for a reason, you know? I agree, but I think something like her relationship with Arthur fucks with that. Because when you're being gaslighted, you no longer have a sense that you have an intuition. (laughs) That's true. And he had started to tell her that she was, like, tricking him with her magic and stuff like that. Like, he had... I don't Mm -hmm. know that he full-on gaslighted her or anything, but it did... Well, no, he did say because of her magic, he had to go cheat on her. (laughs) Yes. uh, (laughs) A few times. (laughs) Like, with multiple women. And it's like... So so when somebody, like, gets you somehow convinced of that kind of shit, you're fucked. (laughs) Yeah. So I can see how she wouldn't have... The trust in her own sense to go. I'm because she she kept telling herself her heart was betraying her because her heart was like, hey, no, this dude seems cool. (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, wait, you're supposed to be on my side. You're not. Which is which is who I would follow. Like that's the thing that I would follow is my heart, right? So that's why I'm always like, hey, I don't think that they're lying to you. Like or not there, like her heart, like her heart. That's her intuition. Yeah, her, her inner feelings. 
But I mean, it's good to be careful. I didn't fault her for that at all. She obviously, you have trust issues for a reason, and she didn't. And she expressed it, and he he respected that, even though there were times where he was like, well, you're my mate. We're, we are going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to happen, but I'll wait for you type of thing. So I think at one point he did was just like, I got to back off. I got to. Oh, he said that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And it, and then he'd slip up and kiss her, and then he'd be like, "No, I'm not. I'm sorry." And then he'd back <laughs> off again. <laughs> so he kept trying. He was yep. trying really hard to give her space, but but he didn't the, do that. The attraction was too strong, even on her end, because she would give in to the kisses every time too. She wasn't always like, "No, no, no." She wasn't. She mm-hmm. just was like, "Yeah, let's kiss." <laughs> yeah. And then the sex scene was good. Yeah, was the sex scene was real good. Steamy. Uh-huh. Some nice oral action in the beginning. Yep. What did you think about the choice to go sans condom for the first time ever? She, for her. she's She said she'd never. Yeah, because like, she usually uses that. Well, you know, we always like the safe sex option. That just seems like a really good message to send out to readers. I um, agree. It was interesting. Like, I think... I would have had rather there been like, nope. I don't know. I can't decide. Because I was like, well, why bring it up if we're just going to go without? But it also feels like she'd, at that point, that was her decision. Like, okay, we're done. We're in this together, right? I was just going to say, I think at that point, she she really did just make up her mind, except that the fate made the mate. But then she wakes up in the morning and literally does magic as soon as his back is turned. (laughs) She does. She's like, no, she this is does. it. You're my mate. Everything's cool. Sure. As soon as Where's you turn salt? around, I'm gonna blow up the house with magic. Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't blow yeah. it. Yeah, she she protects it, but she protects the, it. The protecting of with it does bad things. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I th- I mean, again, I liked it. I liked both the characters a lot. They're fun. Yeah, I, I they are. Of- we got a cute little masturbation scene, and then another one. It wasn't really a scene. It was just a little. He did it twice. Yeah, did it again. Yeah. It was good. I-, I liked the sex at the very end of the book, too. I just wish he would have shut up. Yeah, I don't need to hear what he has to say about anything <laughs> I, at that point. I don't point. need it. Yeah, I don't need to to hear any of it. But, I mean, he gave it to her from behind, right? It's our so, favorite favorite position. It's the fave. It's our fave. It's, just, it's the one you want to hear. So, yeah, it was good. But uh, let's do our kiss and tell then. Yes. Since, I mean, this really was a short book and uh, we loved it. We loved listening to it. But let's uh, let's do our tie in here. Okay. Okay. So, as you guys know, Zane is a wolf and Raven is a witch. So, the kiss and tell for our episode is going to be about whether or not we have ever tried to be a witch ourselves. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Of course. Who has not tried to be a witch? Yes. Oh, fucking cool. All the way from like little witchy stuff as kids, like, you know, trying to be either the craft or um, practical magic to. As I was older and actually going to the metaphysical shops and getting the, like, the sage and the candles mm-hmm. and the charms and the rock, the different stones, and having altars and doing spells out of a spell book with friends. Absolutely. 100% have done that. Yeah. Didn't you say you guys also, you and your friends at some point also tried Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board? Oh, yeah. We did that a lot in middle school. Yeah. At different parties, at like at slumber party. At almost every slumber party, you had to do Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. Yeah. Did yeah. it ever work? Oh, yeah. But I think that's because <laughs> there were just some girls that were really light. And if you have enough people, you're going to be able to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't feel like you're doing much work. 
Yeah, but I just, I still don't think they actually floated or anything. No, 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 no. I like, if we, you guys took your hands away, they would We just literally are, like, carrying them with our fingers. <laughs> and I don't know how no one There's died. Like but 50 of you guys around the 25-pounder. Yeah, this, like... the, the smallest one of us. And we're like, look at us! It's working, <laughs> guys! And you're like, we're oh. witches! Well, that was never a witch thing for us. I know in, in the craft it is, but... It was in the craft, yeah. For us, that was always... That was more on the lines of, like, slumber party, like, Bloody Mary, light as a feather, stiff as a board, ghost story type of mm, things. Mm, okay. So we never thought we were witches because we did it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd never seen or heard of it before until I saw it in the craft. Oh, yeah. So I associated it with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know I where I've it. ever first saw or heard of it. Somebody brought it to a slumber party once and that was it, you know? Then everybody's yeah. doing it. Oh, but so much fun. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I did the whole craft thing. I've always loved, loved being or wanted to be witch. My first favorite witch movie was The Worst Witch with Faroujia Balk when she was little. Mm-hmm. My siblings and I watched that all the time. It's just the cutest. It's the cutest movie. But then we also did the stuff with the craft. Mine and a couple of girlfriends from middle school got together and there were four of us. I think eventually there would become five of us, but there were four of us. And, you know, we all took one side. I was fire when I think I should have been air. I don't know, because that's what my sign is. I have no idea. And we all got witch names. And my witch name was Zinx, which is really awesome. That is good. It's good and witch then name. my, um, it's a really good witch name. One of my good friends was my best friend then. Her witch name is Raven, which is so cool because that's our witch in this book. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're still really close now. If you're listening, hi, you know who you are. <laughs> but yeah, we did all that stuff. We we had that moment where we remembered the lines and had the blade and did the wine. And the Call the corners. We did all of that. The whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really just off of that. I think if I were to be any type of witch, though, it would be the uh, practical magic witch. <sighs> The Those best. were the fun. Yes. Those were the good witches. I I fucking love that. But I won. Obviously, I wanted to be a witch. That is the paranormal creature or mm-hmm. being or whatever it is that I would choose to be if I could. It is currently what I would choose to be. Mine changes every time we read a book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I changed my mind. But right now it is definitely a witch. I want to be a witch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yes. So yeah. we were just little witches. <laughs> little witches. All right. So then I guess I should go to our fun fuck fact. Mm-hmm. So this article ties in kind of some of the stuff we were talking about at the beginning and some of Raven's um, self-esteem issues and, and body issues because of Arthur. So it's called All the Reasons to Embrace Your Naked Body by Laura Delorato. Delorato? Delorado or Delorado from August 10th of 2020. And it was on the Swell website. And I won't do too much of it, but basically, like, I read this article and it was really helpful. So, kind of what we were talking about at the beginning with getting back to being healthier versions of ourselves. And, like, what I'm really interested in is like having a better, healthier relationship with my body because I don't like it right now and that's not Mm -hmm. fair and I need to fix the way I think about that and how I how I interact with my own body and then there's no point in getting just healthy if I'm not going to appreciate it too you know I have to do both there's work from both sides it's not just yes like it's not just losing weight it is also working Mm -hmm. to love myself anyway you know all the ways that I am and all of those things and so part of that there is a 
lot to be said for being comfortable in your nakedness. And mm-hmm. I think you are because you sleep naked. I am not. That's <laughs> like, just not something I am. So there's articles about how to do that. And it's not easy. It, it acknowledges that a lot of people are at uh, their experiences like trauma, depression, bullying, misogyny, racism, misgendering, stress, anxiety, the pandemic, dysmorphia. All of those compounded. There's reasons people are that the whole idea of being naked alone with yourself is hard for some people. And like this article doesn't say like, just just get over it. It's easy because <laughs> it's not. It's not easy. Yeah, um, exactly. But it does like talk about the benefits, some of the things that you can do to work on acceptance and comfortability with yourself. And it has some exposure therapy suggestions. Now, it jumps straight into 30 minutes a day naked with yourself which seems like a lot because I read it. I saw a different thing, like a TED talk once about it. And she started more with like five minutes of looking herself at herself in the mirror. And I was like, yeah. that feels like a better number than 30. <laughs> 30 seems extreme to start with. <laughs> but <laughs> either way, it's it's like, you know, take take the time, like try to do something with yourself and like make it more comfortable. Like, and the more you do it, of course, the more comfortable you become in something it's you know mm-hmm. it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be so there's that and then like all of the benefits like skin to skin is really good for oxytocin which is the love hormone and so you get that you with, with either just yourself touching yourself or like with a partner but also just it creates com- confidence and communication and it, there's just a health benefits to being nude like like a lot of them. So uh, sleeping in the nude will provide better night's sleep by lowering body temperature. Nudity mm-hmm. helps balance out genitals' natural pH when removing fabrics and underwear made of synthetic fabric. So yeah. synthetic fiber is not great. And if you're constantly covering your lady bits with it, it's not good. Letting breasts air dry after breastfeeding can reduce mastitis infection. Sorry, I can't. I don't know what that word Mastasis. is. Mastitis. And, and it can help with mental health because once you kind of start exposing yourself to it more, you're going to have higher self-esteem and confidence. So so mm-hmm. those are just, it's a good article. We'll put it up. And That's awesome. For, yeah, everyone. So like, you know, Raven, who's struggling with the damage her ex has done to her body image. And then the, those of us who are just trying to get into a better place with our bodies, like appreciate your body always. Yeah. It's a good way to be. So get into nakedness. <laughs> yeah. I liked sleeping naked and stuff even before I had the boys. So I was much lighter than obviously I'm much heavier now, but I was also scarless back then, you know, like I didn't have a big old C-section scar on the bottom of my abdomen. That's another thing too. And I can't even see it. I don't know what it looks like, but I know that it's there. So there's a lot of things. And, and I think that that article can definitely help with women who, or, or any women, women, but anybody, yeah, yeah. Any, anybody just, who's struggling with, anybody. Yeah. with it. It's not unusual. You're not alone. Yeah. Like it's for Absolutely. a lot of us. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to work on it. It's something I'm going to try. I think I actually even said I was going to do this like two years ago in our podcast. (laughs) Guys, oh, this sucks sometimes when I remember things. I'm like, wait, didn't I say that I was going to start being naked? Well, I didn't. You know what? I don't remember that. No? Okay, well, then I just, because I do remember that's when I saw the TED Talk or something about it. And I was like, I got to work on that. And then I You may have said it in your head. (laughs) 
like we met. <laughs> yes, maybe I didn't tell the podcast, but I'm telling you yeah. guys now. So it's something I'm going to, that's going to be part of my whole plan. Yeah, you know. your whole, it might make you sleep better. How cool would that be? I can't sleep naked. <laughs> we have a teenage boy who's here during the week. Oh my and <laughs> I forgot about that. And the door's open because of the dog, so... I forgot about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never no. mind. I mean, I guess on the weekends I could give it a shot. Yeah, when he's not there. Yeah, I could try it. Yeah. But I just yeah. know I can't. I can't do it. No, I forgot all yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's because it's, I don't talk about it a lot, so. <laughs> well, yeah. it's not for me to discuss, so. Wait, no, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Cool. All righty, well, guys. That's so awesome. we should rate Let's it. Rate. Let's rate this thing. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Are we ready? On three? Sure. After three? One, two, three, seven. Eight. <laughs> nice. Has this been the same number the last like four books? Has it been? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It may have been for you and. <laughs> I think I have said. I, I think we both said seven, I think it eight. Has been. At least for so the last two. Been. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I enjoyed this book. I think I think you always get an extra point if you're going to put in a masturbation scene for me. That's true. I do love that. I, just... I think, and it's not the book's fault. I want the next book already. Like, I, I'm actually mad that we didn't just go into the second book. <laughs> yeah, we should have done the first two together. We should have done the because I set of immediately twins was like, I need more of this story. So I think I, I think that I'm I am unfairly <laughs> withholding a point <laughs> from the book because I'm like, book, I want more. <laughs> yeah, which I by the way, I really love that Millie did that. I think that's so fucking awesome that she wrote four books in tandem with four different you know because it usually they're in succession right it's the next story and it's this after this no these guys are having their stories put all together like i, I, I mean at the same time we're we're assuming we, that i mean we think it is we're 99 percent positive that that's the yeah. way it's gonna be because <laughs> they're all off with their own wolves at the same time so i think at it's the gonna same be time. that way and the epilogue has sort of led into that where where zane tells raven that cerise does have a story to tell you and a lot to update you on so obviously she's had going through her own she uh, situation there so yeah yeah no i think i yeah it's a good book i am already uh, looking at getting the next three <laughs> maybe we'll be adding them to the future list or we might just read them on our own because i don't know that i can wait that long <laughs> Or we could just do all three. I mean, we've had 16-hour books. That's true. That you is know what true. I mean? So it's not... It's we not could like just, we like, do. really quickly wrap up the last three yeah. in one episode. <laughs> we could. We absolutely could. But, um, so, yeah, I would recommend it, it. I think it's fun. Uh, we've, yeah. we've read one Millie Tatum before. She was Twice the Growl that we did in that um, weird... Battlecast bat- that we failed at. Super weird Battlecast episode we made up. Um, that was our first threesome? <laughs> yes. Yes. And it was so damn good. It was so sick. And I think oh, maybe that's so also why good. this one's maybe one point below for me. Because that book was steamy on a level like uh, that was surprising. And, all the way. And this one, I was just like, is a little slow for them to get together. And I was like, I'd like a little <laughs> bit more sex, please. They're in a cabin alone for yeah. the whole book. Why is there not more sex? <laughs> <laughs> Because she said no. I know, <laughs> but she could have said yes earlier. She could have said, I'm sorry, my hand's on a hot, a hard dick right now. Um, yeah, okay, okay, sure. Sure. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, but it was good. Yes, I, I agree. I would recommend it as well. So good. Alrighty. Next episode, we are also going to go back to another author and another series that we had started. We're going to read The Human and Her Vampires by Julie Morgan, read by Leanne Woodward. And this is the second book in that. I forget what this. Reverse harem. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? The vampire. It has a name, but I forget what her series is called. But her first one we did was The Concubine and Her Vampire. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what the series title is for these, but we liked the first one. But we did have to read the first one. It wasn't an audio yet. So the second one is an audio book. So that'll be fun. To, re- yeah. to get to listen to a reverse harem audio. And that one was our first reverse harem, I think. It was. and Oh, we're getting back to all of our firsts. Look at us. Look at that. New year, yeah. new us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so this is about Olivia's friend, her human friend. I'm guessing so, yes. That, that's yeah, a guess. I, think that's, I a don't remember. Ago. Yes, that was. <laughs> we did that yeah. book a while ago. Oh, I can't wait to choose my favorite guy. I That's know. Like I'm already excited for that. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. So join us for that. When was that? When did we do that book? Oh, that was episode 45, guys. Wow. Yeah. That was, yeah. And this one, the next one will be episode 80. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Almost doubled. <laughs> Almost doubled. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thanks for joining us. It's been lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for indulging our super long talk about ourselves. Yes. And, and all of the things we're going to do for ourselves in the new year. Yes. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too bad. And if you guys skipped it, cool. Good for you. All good. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. If anyone is interested in any of the diets or plans or things we talked about, either, you know, just Google them and search for them online. Or if you wanted to reach out and ask us about it, we'd be happy to talk to anyone or if you want to join us yes exactly tell us what you're doing i know it'll be two months after we've already talked about this but whatever (laughs) do it anyway (laughs) but you can reach us on all social media at dirty books on twitter instagram or facebook or you can email us directly that is dirty books at gmail.com and in all those places it is with three h's and you can visit us on our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you could find podcasts. So if you can, go ahead and check us out there. Rate, review, and subscribe. That would be really great. And uh, thank you, Jim Towson, for the music. We really enjoy it. It's the most constant thing in all of our <laughs> episodes. <laughs> it's there all the time. <laughs> yeah. So with that, this is Selah. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylet. Be sure to tune into the next episode for some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>